You are listening to The Pause Podcast with me, Dr. Benji Epstein, a podcast where we will be giving ourselves the permission to pause. This will be a practical guide to live a life with courage, presence, and authenticity. Join us to reconnect with your most soulful and authentic self by pausing together. All right. Welcome back. Benji Epstein here with my main man, Ben Wallach. Hey. Our sound engineer, Larry, in the back. And big love to Gavi. So here we are, checking in with ourselves, our minds, our bodies. What a gift to sanctify these few moments a week together. So one note we've taken from feedback, and please keep sharing, is to keep these pausecasts moving. So we are consciously going to attempt to keep this shorter, less meandering, more to the point, keeping the main thing the main thing. But just a quick gratitude note, because we practiced positivity here. What do you think about that one? Positivity. I like it. That could be a t-shirt. So <laughs> this is the Nachas note from Sadia. Sadia writes, thank you so much for the podcast. It's so amazing and always feels like it's just what I need to hear. Love it so much. All right. All right, Sadia. That's just what I need to hear as well. So thank you for being on this journey. Anan Bechavivus Italia Milsa. And before we move forward, press pause. Press pause and rate and review this podcast. It helps us to be continually ranked as the number one Jewish mindfulness podcast. And we're going to wait for you. No, we're not. We're moving on. And also a big shout out to Zevin May in Salt Lake City, Utah, who after listening to Pause, designed some amazing gear with the goal is soul at orapparel.com. And you could use the coupon code soul10 to get 10% off. I still haven't gotten one, but did you see them? Do you see those, Ben? Yeah, they're, they're cool. I would definitely wear that t-shirt. Right, I would wear that t-shirt. Yeah. So thank you for making something that Ben and I would wear. Uh, they're not shipping to Israel yet. But uh, the goal is soul or apparel.com. So thank you, Zev and May. Tove, without further ado, we will be focusing on the task at hand. What can our pause set be? Is that, is that too much? <laughs> pause set, yeah, a little much. Okay. Positivity works. Positivity. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> dad joke, good pun. I'm into it. I am embracing the dad humor. Gotta love it. It's it, don't don't fight it. You can't fight it. You can't stop the waves. It's, it becomes a part of you. It is. If you're fighting who you are, then you're gonna be struggling and you're gonna be suffering. So yeah, embrace embrace the humor. So what can our mindset be as we approach the upcoming holiday of Shavuos, Shavuot? And one of the major pause points, and we'll hopefully make this into one of those awesome reels that Naomi's been making. Super, super talented Naomi. Shout out to Naomi. Shout out. <laughs> Is that the transformative power of the moment derives from the divinity residing within it. We, as pause listeners, as Jewish spiritual warriors, we're not merely connecting to the here and now, but instead, or in addition to the moment, we're connecting to the divinity imminent within the moment and within ourselves. 
And so as we're about to ascend Harsinai, the idea that I'd like to speak about can be the meditation, the intention, the kavana that we contemplate on to prepare us for the upcoming day of not only the giving of the Torah, but receiving the Torah as well. And really, all of our discussions at Pause are centered around this key concept, transforming ourselves into vessels capable of receiving the Torah in the present moment. Through the practice of Jewish mindfulness, of pausing, we can fully connect with the voice of God in the here and now. And while I say this about every yontif, every holiday, the upcoming holiday of Shavuos is the headquarters of Jewish mindfulness and provides us with the perfect opportunity to deepen our connection to Torah, to the divine, and to this moment. We shall not cease from exploration, writes T.S. Eliot, and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. And what this quote suggests is that life is a journey. Life is a journey of continuous exploration, of discovery, and that the ultimate goal is soul, The ultimate goal of our explorations is to arrive at that place where we feel a deep sense of familiarity and understanding, as if we're experiencing it for the first time, once again, standing at the foot of Harsinai for the first time. And the work of Kabbalah Satora is waking up to vitality in every moment that we have, in wakefulness Everything inspires, and nothing, no thing, is excluded from the domain of the Spirit. So when it comes to remembering Yitzhak Mitzrayim, leaving the exodus of Egypt, you can't go one or two or even three psukim without being reminded that Hashem took us out of Egypt. And yet when it comes to the culmination of the process of leaving Egypt, when it comes to Ma'mar Har Sinai, the experience the awesome experience of standing at Sinai, there's barely a trace or mention. Did you mention it today, Ben? If it's in davening, yes. Where? No, I don't remember. Right? I don't think so. No, it's... it's I mean, Az Yashir, right? Az Yashir, but that's talking about going through the Yamsuf. I'm talking about specifically being at Har Sinai. You're saying that there's a there's the, there's the a reference to Har Sinai there in, 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 in Az Yashir? I don't think so. That, and, that would predate. And that we have would, a mitzvah. That would predate it, right? We, yeah, we have a mitzvah. Predating doesn't doesn't really make a difference in our Bible. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> That's true. is like, you know. Yeah. But the, <laughs> there's a lot Chronologically, of yeah, it right, happened there's first, no, there's no apparently. early, there's no mukdam market. It's all right now, right? But you don't have a specific, I, maybe there's some Rishonim that, that think or, or express the opinion that you do have to recall it every day, but most don't agree. And there is definitely a specific commandment to remember leaving Egypt, but there is no explicit mention that you have to remember it daily. Larry, did you say it? He's got a thumbs down, right? He's he's behind the booth. Jason, everybody, hey, say hey to Jason, our intern. Did I forget to shout out Jason? Totally my bad. You're doing a great job, Jason. I, I didn't want to really be drinking the caffeine this late on in the day anyway, so you keep up. You're doing great. Really appreciate all the work you're doing. <laughs> keep that, Gavi. It seems a bit preposterous. The whole reason that Hashem took us out of Egypt 
was in order for us to come to Har Sinai and receive the Torah. It was the Tachlis, it was the pinnacle of the Exodus. And yet here we are doing all of these mitzvot, all of these commandments to remember the leaving of Egypt. And there's barely a whisper of remembering when we receive the Torah. It's a great question, right? That's a really good question. Good question. So of Aaron Cutler's Zetzal, another hero at Pause, explains, one can only recall events if they occurred in the past. You're retrieving information from a long time ago, and that's going to require the act of remembering. You have to remember it because only if it happened in the past. And we often fear forgetfulness because it implies the loss of something that was once present but is no longer here. But Kabbalah Satora, that singular event, explains Rav Aaron, is happening every single day. In truth, it's happening in every single moment of wakefulness. It's happening again, over and over and over, right now. We can always tap into the receiving of the Torah by being fully present in this moment. Kavata itim la Torah. Have you fixed or established your nows through the lens of Torah? And that's a, a teaser for the next book. We'll see who remembers that. And there is sponsorship available. So be in touch. And shout out to Dan Cohn for that Mari Malcolm. The commentators explain that although Shavuot, Shavuos, is celebrated on the sixth day of Sivan, the Torah does not explicitly mention that it's the anniversary of the giving of the Torah. Instead, what we do is we infer that Shavuos commemorates the giving of the Torah based on its timing on the sixth of Sivan. And while this lack of explicit mention might initially seem surprising, not mentioning the anniversary, it serves a purpose. The Torah intends for us not to focus solely on one particular day as the anniversary of the giving of the Torah. Every day's Mother's Day. That's what my mom always says. Every day's Mother's Day. Every day is another day where we're receiving the Torah. By avoiding fixating on a single day, we can better relate to the giving of the Torah as a continuous as an ongoing experience rather than just a memory of the distant past. Again, I'm going to highlight this point. The Torah did not and does not want us to fixate on one day as the anniversary of the giving of the Torah, to relate to this day as a memory of the distant past. Our relationship with the Torah is immediate and visceral. We receive it we incorporate it into our lives each and every day, each and every moment. In the third month of the children of Israel's departure from the land of Egypt, on this day, they arrived at Midbar Sinai, the desert of Sinai. This day, this day, Erev Shavuot, 5783 explains Rashi, the medieval commentator from the 12th century. I'm going to have to go with you on this one. <laughs> Chad GPT, that one. 
No more Googling. I still Google. Yeah, we're still there. Lo hayat sarich lichtov ela bayom hahu. Mahu bayom hazeh. Sheyu divrei Torah chadashim alecha ki'ilu hayom nitnu. I mean, here we go. Pause point number two. It could have said on that day. Why does the verse say on this day? And Rashi explains. And remember that Rashi's job is to give us the pshutel shomikra, the basic literal meaning of the text. And he explains that the basic meaning, you're basic, but this is good to be basic, that the words of the Torah shall be new to you as if they were just given today. He's emphasizing the fact that it says this day and not that day because that day implies an event in the past. This day implies that it's happening today. It's happening right now. Can you imagine, can I imagine, can we imagine what a radical transformation would occur in our lives if we fully realized that precisely at this moment in time, we are in the process of actively receiving the Torah from God. And that's our pause point that I want you to take with you today and take with you for the rest of your lives. The radical transformation that would occur in our lives if we fully realized that precisely at this moment, at this moment in time, we are actively receiving the Torah from God. So just as God is recreating the world from a fresh moment by moment every single day, we are tasked to recreate our own personal world on a similar basis, always looking for renewed inspiration, receiving the Torah into our lives that is as fresh as the day as it was given. Because it's all happening now. It's all right now. And to bring this point home so beautifully, the Torah in Devarim says, Vayidaber Moshe v'akohanim halavim el kol Yisrael, Lemor, Haskes Ushma Yisrael, Hayom Hazeh, Niyesala Am Adonai Elohecha. Right? Moshe and the Kohanim, the priests, said to Israel, Pay attention. Right? Pay attention. Wake up. Listen. Listen, B'nai Israel. This day you have become a people to the Lord your God. And once again, Rashi, every single day. It should seem to you as though you are today entering into a covenant with him. Once again, this covenant is happening right now. And the next Pasuk, the next verse says, Vishamata Bekol Adonai Elohecha. Right? And then you will hear the voice of Hashem your God. The Holy Berdichever, the Kedusha Slevi, Revlevi Yitzhak Ben Sarasasha. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer hero. When trying to understand Rashi, he writes, How is it that we can experience each day as if it were new? And we've quoted this idea before from him. But we're quoting it again because this is literally everything. And what he does is is he explains that only, only through our belief that with each and every breath, we are receiving a renewed vital force from God. And because of that, we are constantly being recreated with each inhalation. And through this belief, through this faith, and only this faith, we can merit to hear each and every day the voice of the giving of the Torah at the foot of Har Sinai. And then he goes on to explain, if we can 
viscerally experience this Har Sinai, if we become vessels to receive the Torah, then and only then does it make sense for Moshe to say in the next Pasuk, and then you will hear the voice of Hashem. Only then will you be able to hear God. And here's the true Chiddush, and here's the revelation. Buckle up, Ben. This is the beginner's mindset of this teaching. And what he's teaching us is that without the experience of being renewed each day, which is the experience of standing at Harsinai, then we're not actually hearing the voice of God, but instead only the words of Torah, perhaps words that were spoken eons ago. But if we live with this belief, if we merit hearing in each moment the voice of Harsinai, then we also merit hearing the very voice of Hashem your God. And the Chiddush, the novel interpretation of the Kedusha Slevi, is that it's possible to hear words of Torah without hearing the voice of God, without hearing the voice of Hashem. And only with the ability to experience things with the mindset of Hayom, this day, right now, can we merit to hear the voice of Hashem at Harsinai. If you are able to recognize and acknowledge God's presence in whatever you are doing, feeling, or experiencing, then you will be able to see His presence revealed to you exactly where you are in the present moment. And we close with Jewish tradition reminding us that there's a heavenly voice calling out from Harsinai every day. Return, my children, return. Every moment is an opportunity to hear this voice because it is the call of each moment. Return and return again and again and again to what is, to who you really are. Return again. To the land of your soul. The tachlis, the ideal state of living a life of Torah, a life of Kabbalah Satora, is where every day is a mincha chadasha. It's perpetually being renewed. It's not something that happened in the distant past, but happening in this very moment. In eternity, there is indeed something true and sublime, but all these times and places and occasions are now and here. God himself culminates in the present moment and will never be more divine in the lapse of all the ages. And that's the row. Asher bacharbanu mikol amim. He took us out of Egypt. He chose us. Vinasanlanu es Torah And he gave the Torah to Moshe. Baruch Hashem. Blessed are you, dear God. Nosein HaTorah. He is also continuously giving us this Torah as well. It's not just the Torah of 3,000 years ago. It is the Torah of right now. Ah. All right, any other questions before we move to the practice? Good. All right, so we're going to call this one Pausing into Presence. So let's start with finding a sitting position that allows you to be alert, spine erect, but not rigid, and also relaxed. If it feels comfortable, close your eyes. Rest your hands in an easy, effortless way. Let's just take a few moments to scan through your body and wherever possible, soften 
and release obvious areas of physical tension. We begin the practice of coming back by establishing our home base. And while there are many possible anchors, such as sound or bodily sensations, the most common and the one we'll be exploring here is the breath. So please just breathe naturally. And simply notice where the breath is easiest to detect and where the breath also feels pleasant or at least neutral. So you might be paying attention to how the breath feels as it flows in and out of your nose. You might feel the touch of your breath around your nostrils or on your upper lip. Perhaps you feel the movement of your chest or the rising and falling of your abdomen. Or perhaps you feel your whole body like a balloon expanding with the in-breath to deflating with the out-breath. So just take some moments to bring your attention to the sensations of breathing in one of these areas, a relaxed attentiveness. There is no need to control the breath. Rather, since you're receiving the breath, much like you'd listen to sound with a relaxed awareness, bringing a mindset of curiosity to discover what the breath is really like as a changing experience of sensations. This life breath is your home base, a place to rest, be aware, and allowing, giving yourself the permission for these next moments to simply relax as the breath comes in, noticing what it's like, and relax with the exhale, letting go, letting go. And again, noticing the immediate experience of sensations. Noticing where your attention is. You might find that your mind has drifted off into thoughts. It's completely natural. The mind is conditioned to move off into thinking about the future, the past. And when you become aware of thinking, you might use a soft and friendly mental note. Just say thinking, thinking, and then pause and simply re-relax. 
Just open the attention again, aware of the sounds around you. Relaxing your body, just, just feeling the aliveness in the body. Relax your heart without any judgment. Just allow yourself to gently return again to the inflow and outflow of the breath. Let the breath be an intimate friend, a home base that reconnects you with your own presence. As you resettle with the breath, you might notice other experiences, background sounds, perhaps a passing car, wind, chirping of birds, or you might be feeling sensations in your body of warmth or coolness. Whatever's in the background can be there without drawing or pulling you away. Just continue to rest with the breath, to relax with the breath, with the intention of noticing when you can, when you've drifted off into thought. And if you discover that the mind is drifted again, simply pause. Simply pause, re-relax, open the attention without any judgment gently come back into this moment. Just to remember that thoughts are not the enemy. You don't have to clear your mind of thoughts. Rather, you're developing the capacity to recognize when thoughts are happening without getting completely lost in the storyline. So each time you notice that you've drifted or you've noticed that you've gotten lost, it's an opportunity to strengthen your muscle of remembering. Remembering again to arrive here and now gently and just coming back and living in presence. And as you notice the mind getting quieter, you might sense the peace that arises when you relax even more and immerse your entire awareness into the inflow and outflow of the breath. Breathing in, know that you are breathing in. Breathing out, know that you are breathing out. 
be aware of the beginnings and endings of each breath. In eternity, there is indeed something true and sublime. But all these times and places and occasions are now and here. God himself culminates in the present moment and will never be more divine in the lapse of the ages. Chakimin avde damalka ilai, inun de kaimu bitura de sinai, lo mistakle ela binishmasa, de ihi ikara de kula, oraisa mamish, zakain inun sadikaya, de mistakle be oraisa kedeka yeus. Awake. Awake at home in presence. You can practice this meditation of coming back informally as a way of quieting and collecting your mind at any time of the day. Simply bring a full yet gentle attention to the breath, relaxing with the in-breath, relaxing with the out-breath, and then continue on with your activities. And a gentle reminder, for some people, the breath is not the best anchor or home base. It may be hard to detect and connect with or in some ways unpleasant. So if that's the case for you, you might let the play of changing sounds be your anchor or the feeling of sensations throughout the body or perhaps just the sensations in your hands. It's fine to experiment and find what sensory present home base most help you to settle and quiet the mind. So thank you again for pausing with us today. The goal is soul. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen Amen. Thank you for pausing with us today on this Jewish mindfulness journey. If you enjoyed this pause together, please subscribe, share, and leave a review. This helps us get this and other soulful content released into the world. May the insights and stillness we've accessed today guide us in our daily lives. And may we cultivate greater awareness, compassion, and connection with ourselves, others, and with the divine. Let's pause together again real soon. The goal is soul.